This is Toko U.S. Brain Manager Ian Harvey. I want to talk today about estimating snow temperature. This is a critical skill that is actually quite rare, but it's an essential and critical skill. So why is estimating snow temperature so important? For those who race or for those who want to have good skis and are going to wax their skis for an event that is in the future, a day or two or three away, we need to be able to predict the conditions. When we wax for an event in the future, we are trying to predict the characteristics of that snow and then address it with the wax that we are hot waxing our skis with or applying to our skis. Probably the most important single characteristic of snow when we are considering what wax to use is how much free moisture or how wet the snow is. That can be ascertained, best ascertained, by estimating the snow temperature. Air temperature is extremely misleading. A lot of people go off of air temperature, but air temperature is a precursor to snow temperature. What that means is, for example, if the snow, if the air is cold in the morning, the snow will also be cold. And as the air warms, the snow will also warm, but slower than the air. So in the morning, the snow and air can both be similar temperature and very cold and then the air warms faster than the snow. So let's say around three in the afternoon, it can be quite warm. The snow will still be far colder than the air and will warm slower. That's why I say it's a precursor. It's an indicator of what the snow temperature is going to be, the air temperature is, but you don't wanna work off of it. So I'll give some examples and see if I can do my best to teach this skill in this short podcast. So, one thing that's important, we're entering the spring season. In the spring, this is more extreme because of the sun and radiation of the sun. So it depends somewhat on where you live and ski, how important this is. For example, uh, many places in the winter, especially out west, have overnight lows that are dramatically lower than the daytime highs. This can be less the case in the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic, but this situation where overnight lows are far lower than the daytime highs makes selecting the wax more difficult. So I'll address that. And this is when estimating stone temperature is so important and much more difficult when it's far colder overnight than the forecasted high is during the day. So there's a big swing in temperature and you need to hit it because if you hit it wrong, you'll have terrible skis and not know what you did wrong. So in areas where the lows are especially cold compared to the highs, I'd recommend looking at three things. First, the forecasted overnight low the night before the event or the night before you're gonna go skiing. Second, the forecasted daytime high, the day of the event or the day that you're gonna go skiing. And third, when you're gonna go skiing or what is the start time of the event that you're waxing for. If you have those three pieces of information, you'll be able to estimate the snow temperature fairly well. So generally speaking, in the winter, around 7 or 8 a.m., the snow temperature is, first off, around 7 or 8 a.m., the air temperature is at its low. That's on average. And at this time also, the snow temperature also matches the air temperature. So usually around 7 or 8 a.m., it's the coldest part of the night or the morning. And generally speaking, the snow and the air are a similar temperature. From that point on, the air warms as the sun comes up and does its thing. The air warms faster than the snow. So air temperature, as I mentioned, is a precursor to snow temperature. As the air warms, the snow will also warm, but it will lag behind greatly. 
So maybe at 8 a.m., the air and the snow are, using an example here, are at 5 degrees Fahrenheit, the air and the snow. At 11.30 a.m., three and a half hours later, the air might be 25 degrees Fahrenheit. But it, because the snow is very cold and it warms slower than the air, the snow might still be only 12 degrees. So at 25 degrees, you would think there's a lot more moisture in the snow because it's not that cold. But the reality is it's only the air that's 25 degrees. The snow is still around 12 degrees, and that's dang cold. And you're in the blue range in waxing, whereas at 25 degrees, you're looking at red. So that's a, that's a strong mistake right there. This tricks people into selecting the wrong wax, often because they think in terms of air temperature, which is only an indicator of what is important, which is snow temperature. We look carefully at snow temperature because it is an indicator of how much free moisture is in the snow. The colder the snow is, the more frozen it is. And, and thus there is less free moisture. It's frozen. It's locked up in the, in the ice, in the snow. So looking at the forecasted overnight low and the forecasted daytime high, usually later in the day, such as 3 p.m., and anticipating how air will warm between the two and how the snow will also warm but lag behind the air and it's warming, you can guesstimate what the snow temperature will be when you are going to ski in an event. There are weather stations where you can look at historic air temperatures as well as forecasted air temperatures all over the place and even at different parts or points on ski courses. So to improve your learning curve at being able to guesstimate snow temperature at a particular time, you can have a snow thermometer and check your work on site, kind of practice. So take the actual snow temperature and compare it to what you had anticipated so you can learn and improve at this skill. So for example, with a five degree overnight low at 8 a.m., and a forecasted high the day of the event with a start time at 11 a.m. of 32 degrees Fahrenheit. The air might be 25 degrees Fahrenheit at 11, but the snow will probably still be at around 15 or 12 degrees Fahrenheit. The temptation might be to wax with yellow going purely off air temperature for this 11 a.m. start, but the correct choice would be blue or a mix of blue and red. At this point, after I've ascertained what I think the snow temperature is going to be, I would consider other factors. For example, if the snow were transformed or corned up and fast, I'd probably go with a little bit warmer wax, such as red. But if the snow is powdery and fine-grained, I'd go with blue or a blue-red mix. If the snow is windblown, I would wax a little colder. This dries the snow out. There are, other, there are factors such as that that you need to, that you need to consider. But this podcast is basically about est estimating snow temperature and this, this, how important the skill is and how to become good at it. So again, look at the forecast at overnight low the night before the event. So it'll be around 7 or 8 a.m. in the morning. The forecast at daytime high and then the start time of the event. And then anticipate, okay, in this daytime, the forecast at overnight low Whatever that is, the snow is going to be about that same temperature. And then if the forecast at daytime high is much warmer, as it probably will be, especially in the spring, than the overnight low, you can kind of anticipate how the air will warm and then anticipate that the snow will warm substantially slower than that. You also need to consider the time of year and how much shade is on the course, exposure in the course. If a lot of the course is in the shade and the sun is the major factor in warming everything, then you need to consider that the snow is going to be far colder in the shady areas. But bottom line is this is an essential skill 
the the trend is that people wax far too warm when you have a a low overnight low and a high over uh, daytime high like you do in the spring they generally wax more on the daytime high air temperature and not consider snow temperature and how much it lags behind air temperature which means you need to wax far colder than the air temperature would indicate because the snow is still much colder than the air and in order to get good at this you need to practice and gain experience at it and then you get quite good at it and nail your skis so i hope this was helpful to you it's an essential skill very useful especially for those who wax their own skis for races or their kids skis thank you <laughs>